We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard a house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah, yeah. This whole not streaming for a week that shit was what, loud. Was it? Oh, it was yeah. loud. Can, we, can we get a radio check? <laughs> radio check? My check one too? Yeah, damn. My bad. Um, but no, the, the whole not streaming last Friday is really throwing me off. Like, it's been a while since we have been live, but thank you all for joining us on the live version of the Last Call podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Thompson. Alongside me, as always, are my hosts, Nick Warner and Sean. What are, you, what are you? What are you? What are you awing about? Uh, humble brag here, but we're at fourteen followers. Yeah. Ooh. What's, what's the next step here? Uh, if we get one more, we, I believe we get affiliate. <laughs> Don't mean to brag. Just as everybody's ready to leave Twitch altogether. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about that, or at least you were telling me about that before the show. So, yeah. um, you know what? Maybe uh, if everybody leaves Twitch, then we can uh, we can take over the top spot, huh? We, we can soak up some of that. <laughs> There's uh, no one left but us. We got it. We'll soak up some of that ad revenue that everybody's losing out on. But thank you all for joining us on the live stream on Twitch uh, for the Last Call podcast, the podcast where Nick, Sean, and I attempt to drink six beers in 60 minutes while doing this podcast. Each beer does have to be at or above 5% alcohol by volume. Um, so it was, I think, three weeks ago that we said that I would have another brew review. Mm-hmm. And I did bring us one in. There's an asterisk next to this one because Ooh. I guess technically it is canned, but it does say it is a vodka beverage. Um, so I don't know how we want to rate that as a brew review. Uh, I, I actually it's an alcoholic beverage over or at 5%, so I guess it counts. Okay, well, then we'll, we'll count this one. So uh, this one actually comes to us from the Great White North or north of the Great white north uh our friends to the north canada so um have, have you read who bottles it actually uh no brewed in canada sorry i said bottles brewed in canada by flying monkeys of barbie a berry 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 ontario canada there so yeah flying so monkeys craft brewery ontario i just say ontario i don't know ontario is where detroit is or not Detroit. What I Detroit? dude, my geography is so Jesus bad. I think those are Toronto. There's a reason why they kicked you out. Toronto. So yeah, I went on a trip to Canada. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but while we were coming back into the states, we stopped at the duty free store where I found this little number. So supersonic puppy dreams. What is it? A duty free store. Oh, we'll get into that as well. Okay. Uh, by Flying Monkeys Craft today. Brewery. So. Cheers, boys. What, uh, Sean? Sean, you started drinking yours before the show even started. So let's go ahead and get your take on it. Um, great. That's <laughs> I, <laughs> great. It's a great start. It's so not Aaron has left the chat. It's not terrible. I mean, it's a it's a seltzer though. Like, I, I, there's a I have a hard time with seltzers. To me, they really all kind of taste the same. Like, there's not there's like really the only thing that's difference between any of them is like how much sugar people put in it. This one's not as sugary, so that's good because I hate the ones that have a ton of sugar in them. But I mean, it's like a six. This is very light. Yeah, this is yeah. a very light seltzer. Kind of like a Lacroix, in my opinion. It's like a Lacroix, but it's five percent, so it's exactly at five percent. The flavors? Did you you already read the flavors? I think right: pineapple, mango, and orange creamsicle. The creamsicle really comes out ahead of the other ones. I think. Oh, I kind of get pineapple more than I get creamsicle. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm getting that creamsicle. 
I would agree with you. Um, I don't know what Sean's talking about. He's losing his mind. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, I as a seltzer, I actually really like it. How light it is. Like when I drink a White Claw, it's kind of got that stickiness in your mouth. Like after you take a drink, kind of like. All the sugar. Well, all the sugar, right? It kind of builds up like phlegm or whatever from all the sugar in your mouth. And it's just, it's, am, am I crazy? I don't here? think it's, that sounds like a positive I, experience. It's not. Okay. That's what I'm saying. No, right. this, this does not do that because it is kind of like a LaCroix, only alcoholic. The flavor is okay. Um, again, like I said, if it was just pineapple and mango, I think it would be better. The orange dreamsicle or creamsicle is kind of throwing me off a little bit. I like the can though. Yeah, no, well, that was part of it. It was supersonic puppy dreams, and it's just a bunch of like cartoon dogs. I think it's bright and colorful. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna rate this as if I'm rating a seltzer, not not in relative to the brew. So, to, I- to be fair, this was brewed technically. It says brewed by. See, that's the thing, but it does say vodka beverage on it. Yeah. Well- in both English and French. Everything in Canada has English it and French. It says on it. brewed by, and my official document says official brew review scores. I mean, so it, I will give it to okay. you. Even looking up how to make a seltzer, you have to heat water. So All right, there it is. I guess you are brewing something. So is a seltzer a beer? No. No. Okay. Well. You can brew. You <laughs> we can, ended that argument pretty can, quickly. You, you can brew multiple things. I can brew a fucking potion if I want. That doesn't make it a beer. Fair enough. All right. So I'm so Sean, you gave it a six. Um, I'm going to give it again. I'm rating it on the seltzer rating uh, scale. I'm going to give it probably a six, six, four, six point four. four. All right. Um, <clears throat> similar. I gave it a uh, six point two. I believe that averages out to be a six point two. And indeed, Boom. math, math checks, checks out. out. Math checks out. Quick maths. So, yeah, that is a, a last call podcast score of 6.2. Untapped converted score, 7.56. Wow. Once again, we're very, very critical compared to uh, the untapped score. Yeah, it's, but I mean, it's good and, you know, very average, just like Canada. I don't. That's a big shot. Sorry to all our Canada viewers. You're just average. It's fine. I'm just saying. That was a big statement. You better back that up. <laughs> Canada, I'm kidding. He's not kidding. So, um, <laughs> duty-free. So, last week, I did go to Canada. We went on a camping trip. Um, my girlfriend has family up in Canada, and so we went up to visit and do a camping trip. So, on the way to Canada at the border, and you might have, if you've ever done international travel or even at major... Um, international airports chicago o'hare lax philadelphia where new york they have duty-free stores and essentially duty-free my understanding of it this is not factual this is my understanding of it is that it's essentially you are not having to pay tax on that item yeah okay this is where i've heard of people going into canada buying alcohol and then coming back exactly that's a big no-no it yes and no (laughs) Like the so, I was talking to it with with my girlfriend's family, and they were like, "The United States doesn't care how much alcohol you bring into the United States." So like they would, you could go across, buy a whole bunch of alcohol, and come back, and the the U.S. would be like, "Okay, have a good time." 
Canada was the opposite where they limit you to like one bottle of alcohol per person. So like my girlfriend got a bottle of something and I got a bottle of something and that's all we were allowed to bring in. But then when you get to the actual border where they check your passport and everything, they say, do you have anything to declare? And you say, yeah, we went to the duty free. What they do is in the store, they ask you for your license plate number and they, you have to tell them. And so they register that. So when you pull up, they have your license plate number that has already gotten to the border agent. So he knows what's in your car. And it's oh, a, so there's no fit. Yeah, so you can't, no lying. you can't be lying about it. Exactly. So if you <clears throat> bought it there, then you can't lie about it because he knows exactly what you got. No, so I think another portion of the duty free though is that you don't pay taxes because the idea is that you're bringing it out of the country into another country, but you're supposed to pay the taxes on it when you get back to your country. So like when you do your taxes this year, are you gonna, you know, claim a your- bottle of alcohol? Yeah. Yes. Okay, good answer. <laughs> Absolutely, I will. So, that the duty-free store. But here's the kicker. So, when we were going into Canada, on the outside of the building, it says, open 24-7. We get there, and there's a sign on the door that says, we'll be back at 5. <clears throat> it's like, what? So, we try to open the door. And at it's 5 or in 5? At 5. At so, five. at 5 p.m. What time was it? It was like 4.45. So we had to sit there and wait for 15 minutes in order to get alcohol before we went over the border. But I'm like, you can't have a sign that says 24-7 and then we'll be back at 5 because clearly you're not open 24-7 at that point, right? So that was, I thought, stupid. But So did you wait around for them? Yeah. Okay. 15 minutes and they were back at 5? And they they opened the door at 5. I was just like... On time. They were punctual. They were punctual. Um, So anyways, we we do that and... We weren't sure going over the bridge, the Ambassador Bridge in Detroit. So we ended up going through the tunnel to Windsor. So you got two options. You can go into Windsor, go under the tunnel, go under the river, right? Drive into Windsor. Or you can take the Ambassador Bridge over the river and then you're like right on the highway. We went the tunnel and then just had to drive through Windsor. Windsor, not much there. No real reason to, to stop there. It was kind of out of our way. So anyways, uh, I digress. We we get up to her family's house. They're farmers. So they have... Do they farm maple syrup? They have... <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Do they milk, don't. Farm milk the trees? No, they are... <laughs> don't you know that the maple trees have teats? <laughs> Where do you think your maple syrup comes yeah. from? Uh, you got a lot to learn. Uh, no, no, they're they're agricultural farmers, so not um, uh, mainly vegetables, beans, poutine. wheat, stuff like that. Poutine, yes, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Right. But but they don't have any like livestock or anything like that. But we stayed on their farm the first night we got up there. It was a running joke because because there was no animals on the farm. Some of our other family members down the road do have sheep. And My some stock. other livestock, yeah. yeah. And one of the sheep, his name was Bruce, was having a real bad fit. He was uh, not doing so hot. And so one of her family members was like, I got to go get a medicine. Goes to get a medicine. And uh, we say, all right, let us know how it goes. The next morning we wake up. Yeah, Bruce died. <laughs> so I say, was the medicine just like a 22 to the head or something? No, it was. They thought it was pneumonia. But apparently he was a super fat sheep and uh, was dying under his own weight and couldn't breathe and uh yeah so he died that night you know like i think so you're bad we, luck we, no Did you have some mutton the next day then we, no we didn't they they wanted they named him during covid 
And so he became kind of like a pet. And so he died. But we were talking about this, and I don't know the actual answer. I think what happens, if you have a sheep in the wild and you don't take care of it, you don't shear it, they will die under their own weight. You have to shear sheep, otherwise they will die because they can't. their legs cannot hold all that weight, and so they collapse, and then they just sit there until they die or a wolf gets it. Well, how's a wolf going to kill him? He has to go through that impenetrable you know, layer of fur. They uh, wolf have teeth. They have claws. They'll find a way in. They'll find a way in. I don't know. So that's how the that's how the trip to Canada started. Then we get to our. So that was the first night. We get to our campsite. Nice campsite. It, well, we weren't really rough in it by any means. Like there was a bathroom down the road, like with showers and all that kind of stuff. It, it was glamping, right? They had power that you could connect to for trailers and all that kind of stuff. But there was an ungodly amount of squirrels around the campsite. <laughs> Define an ungodly <laughs> amount of squirrels. Just uh, what's what's your number on an ungodly amount? Everywhere, just okay. everywhere. You couldn't turn and not see a squirrel. <laughs> it's just not anywhere what I the, expected it. Anywhere, by the way, touch squirrels, and, and they were all gray squirrels. So gray squirrel, I think they're called gray squirrels, but but they they have black fur, which threw me for a loop because I've only ever seen brown squirrels. So, anyways, that that one threw me off. But they were aggressive. They did not care. Dude, we were trying to keep them. They kept trying to steal our food. So we got rocks and we're trying to throw it at to like get them away. I threw one the size of a softball at one and it hit right in front of him. And he stood there and like crossed his arms and looked at me and said, I ain't scared. He was like, I thought you were going to say he threw it back. <laughs> I half expected him no, to, he's, man. He's like, that's a D3 throw. Yep, yeah. I, got it. <laughs> I half expected him to. But one of them kept sneaking up through from different angles like it was a tactical maneuver where he'd come in from one angle and then like we'd be watching over there and then he would come around from the other side but he got up on our picnic table where we had some food out and we had a a thing of cookies there i thought he was gonna like try to get into it and just take a cookie this motherfucker grabbed the entire box of cookies and drug it with him and luckily we scared him and like but he got that thing a good 15 feet he was dragging this box of cookies before he got for that he's not losing cookies before (laughs) before he dropped them and then ran away i'm imagining uh oh shoot what's what's the movie willy wonka the chocolate factory but the second one where it's squirrels and they're breaking open the nuts it was like that. Yeah. I thought he was going to try to you get getting in a fight with the squirrels. But he was so ambitious because I thought he was going to try to get in the box and he didn't. He just took the whole thing with him. He, yeah. That man's got a family to shoot for the stars. Yeah. So then uh, camping was fine until we decided to go for a bike ride. And I so it's on a, a big kind of like state park. Right. So there's a river. You can get canoes and kayaks and like do that kind of stuff. And then they have bike and hiking trails. So I thought we were going to go on just like a little bike around the property, you know, quick 20 minute, whatever. No, we go on a 10 mile bike ride through the wilderness and guess who gets a flat tire on his bike? <laughs> I can only imagine who it was. It, me. I, I guess it was me. Uh, it My was, back tire goes flat. <laughs> the squirrel bit it. <laughs> squirrel. My back tire goes flat. Everybody else goes, hey, we're going to go get the car. We'll see you later to come pick you up. So they all leave me on this trail, and I have to walk two and a half miles before with my bike. By the way, there are cars coming the other way because, like, the trail's on the side of the road, Mm -hmm. and there are cars coming the other way. Nobody asked if I was okay. 
at all. I'm just walking next to my bike, not on it, not doing anything other than walking next to my bike down this trail. They know you pissed off the squirrel mafia. They weren't playing around with that. You didn't pay your, your tax of the cookies. If you would have done that, you would have had a great bike ride. So I had to walk two and a half miles before the car came to get me. And then we had to take off the wheels of the bike to shove it into the car. So if serial killer movie starts, that's why you don't want to get in that car, though. Yeah, well. I that, just imagine you walking along. All of a sudden, you're, it's starting to get a little dark. And then you start hearing some ruffling in the in the trees the and stuff. <laughs> and all of a sudden, and you're just surrounded next to him. Dink. He's like, what was that? What was that? And he looks around, eyes scouring at him. I will say, oh, there, bud. What you doing? You should have played the cookie tag. That's what they wanted. I will say, as I was walking down, I heard a big rough like rummaging in the bushes and then all of a sudden a giant turkey vulture just flaps his wings and like perches up on this thing and just stares at me and i'm like not long for this world no he was two more miles left in until he crosses (laughs) and i'm gonna be feasting so that was my and then the next day we got up and we we came home so that was my came back to america that was yeah now I'm just saying. I did ask. I was told not to do this by my girlfriend, but I put on a proud to be an American. Oh, Jesus. You know. I can only imagine that's what Jimmy Johnson was playing in that big-ass Chevy Camaro that he was driving around on the Le Mans. Yeah. So that's the- definitely what they're playing on repeat <laughs> 24 hours. I just keep seeing memes about that. It's just this loud-ass eagle screech. It's fucking hilarious. But I was told I needed to turn that down as we went. And you know what's funny? Going into Canada, the first I've been to Canada twice. The first time with the uh, the bounties, I pull up and they go, "What are you doing?" You mean the Mounties, not the bounties. Whatever they're called. Yeah, the Mounties. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> bounties? What the squirrels have on you? Yeah. <laughs> I pull up and the Mountie goes, um, "Where are you headed?" Toronto, what for? Wedding. You have any guns in the car? No. And then he threw in the, why not? I was, and I was like, what do you mean, why not? Because I don't. Like, I thought it was a bad idea. Like, you're American, lines. right? Yeah. He's like, why don't you have any guns? Like, you should have guns. And I was just like, so that one was weird. This time it was a lot easier going into Canada. Coming back, the U.S. guy was actually friendly, but his politeness and like friendliness was throwing me for a loop. Because I got the big R on my license plate for Rose Holman. He goes, what's the R? I was like, Rose Holman. Oh, where's that? And like, he's just politely chatting. And I, I was getting more and more nervous as he was asking me mundane questions. I'm sure Are you worried that you're going to get it wrong? I, that. Dude. Like, uh, I think it's a Terre Haute. I got his ass. <laughs> dude, guess, guess what he asked me? Did you graduate? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just really like he goes, school. He goes, what'd you study? Mechanical engineering. Oh, you use your degree at all? Kind of, you know, and he asked me, did you, did you actually graduate? <laughs> I was like, pulls out a, a lever problem on his thing. He's like, how about you go ahead and answer this real quick, bud? Let's see. Minute. But it, he didn't do anything other than ask me just like chit chat questions. And I felt like he was like really trying to get me on something. Like he was you son of a bitch. Get back. Guilty. Over there. Guilty. He was, he was trying to befriend me. And then he was going <laughs> to come why didn't you give the squirrel a cookie? Or <laughs> it crawls up on his shoulder, looking at you. <laughs> Fucks up, bud. You know, shame if one of those chips ahoy just didn't show up in my hand right now. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my that was my second experience in Canada, and no, it was a it was a wonderful time. Now I'm just saying, you went to Canada, 
Canada had a lot of fires this week and pretty much smoked out the entire east coast of the I US, had nothing Midwest. to do with that. It was horrible down here. It was not as bad as New York. New York, I saw, was like orange. So, yes. and uh, But I was like, huh, that timing seems to be about right. So I, when we came back and we got to Indianapolis, we, we looked at like just the air and we're like, is it smoggy here to you or Aaron started the fires? I, I had nothing started the fire. He did, it. he did it. We didn't start the fires. So no, I didn't. We got back. We didn't know. I mean, we were in Ontario, but we yeah. like, we didn't know anything about that. We got back and like, we saw all the smog. We we're like, what is this? And what could it have been? I yeah, don't know. It could have been anything. So yeah, Canada. Great times. Um, speaking of Canada, and I don't know if this is actually true, but the national hockey or sport of Canada is hockey, I believe. Maybe. Should be. They always win the World Cup or hockey or whatever it's called. Really? They're really good. Yeah, they're really good. Have sure? you, I, Leafs, I think, did the Leafs win the NHL this year? No, they didn't. But half of the league is probably Canadian. Half of the NHL. I don't know, I think half the, league. the league's from Wisconsin. I think that's probably more accurate. Or Minnesota. Well, or something. they came from Canada down there. They migrated south to play in the NHL. Um, have you seen the? I think I told you guys the video of the coach. It was like the Swiss uh, national team coach, and they were playing Canada. And they're like, "How are you feeling going to this game?" He goes, "We're going to lose." He goes, "We have zero chance." He goes, "Is that what you're going to tell your team?" Absolutely. Uh, that's exactly what I'm going to tell my team. And he goes, why would you do that? He goes, how many guys did they have drafted in the first round? Seven. And like the rest of them were in the second round. We had one guy drafted in the fourth round. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to, we're probably going to lose. Honestly, you got to appreciate a man with uh, honesty like that. I mean, I kind of appreciate it, it. Rolls with it, you know? And he was like, they're faster than us. They hit harder than us. They they're shoot bigger. better. They pass better. They're stronger. Yeah, he goes, well, and they're like, "Well, don't you do you, you don't feel any pressure?" He goes, "Pressure, <laughs> like we're gonna lose." Like I don't know what. So, um, but the reason I bring up hockey is I heard some interesting things. We talked a little bit uh, one of the other episodes about um, sports trophies, and Lord Stanley's Cup was uh, one of the trophies that we we talked about. Did you guys know that there is a keeper of the cup? Sounds like a made up job. There is a guy that goes around with the Stanley Cup and must be in the room with the Stanley Cup at all times. So when each player gets their day with the cup, that guy has to be with the cup, with the player, doing whatever the player is doing with the cup. Also, yeah. That sounds like a pretty sweet job. So you just get to hang out with whoever has it. You hang out with whoever has it. It also can be very weird depending on what they want to do with that. They, yes, they have to be in the room with the cup. So, and each guy gets a day and then he takes it and he takes it away and gets it to the next guy. But there's the keeper of the cup. The other thing that he's responsible, you're not allowed to hoist the cup. So you're not allowed to actually lift the cup above your head unless your name is on the cup. And so he actually will have to like body slam people who try to hoist the cup above their head. Because it's, Are you sure he's got a body slam? Did he, is that written in the procedures? I'm pretty sure it's written in his okay. procedures. So he, I think um, I've seen people lift the cup higher than their head, though. They have to have their name on the cup. But what, like, <clears throat> like they have to be a player who has one. You can lit. You can lift it, right? I think I they like let I've, people I've, touch I've, it. I feel and, like I've seen like 
like they wouldn't have their names written on it until after they win. So like, I feel like I've seen people just like skate around with it above their head. I don't know how that works. You know, like they'll show the guy like sitting there chiseling away at a trophy, like when they know like who's going to win another chis. I don't know how they do that with the Stanley Cup. I don't know if it is after or if they have their name on it like pre and like they There's just have no a laser way. do it. You talking I, about when, <clears throat> like when the team actually gets the trophy and they're going around the rink yeah, with it? Yeah, There's I don't. No way, it's they're on it. It's on it yet. Yeah, like, there's like, no chance. You, you, that's like a I whole, don't know. That's a whole, that's like a whole conspiracy theory. Of like they already know who's winning. You know, I dude, I don't know. I I just know that some trophies, when it's a single winner, like for tennis or hot or um, golf or, or something or, like that, or, like I think they do actually like punch like stamp into the trophy. What about the uh, the Borg Warner There's for no, the eighty five hundred? They I, don't do that. They're not in there. No, they literally they'll they'll post something here in like a month or so where they'll show the guy crafting the clay, like the face, like his actual face. They'll show the artist actually crafting his face in, in clay, and then have it cast, and then put it on there. Also, the Borg Warner is like one hundred twenty pounds. So like yeah, no one's huge. lifting that above their head. Not the not those <clears> drivers. Like obviously someone could, but those guys are relatively. That thing just small. gets rolled around on its own little stand and everything. It's yeah. huge. Well, I just thought it was really interesting that there is a keeper of the cup, and like it's not a, not allowed to leave a site. He's supposed to be in the same room as us at all times, and um, I forget the guy's name. You can look him up. Like look up keeper of the Stanley Cup, and you can find his name. But he was being interviewed, and they said, "Like, what do you have to? What if you like go to the bathroom? Do you have? Do you take that trophy to the bathroom with Phil you?" Pritchard. Yeah. So he. If he has to go to the bathroom, he's like, "Yeah, sometimes if I'm with somebody, I really like really trust. I'll be like, hey, you have to watch this for you know till I get back or thirty whatever. seconds or whatever." But yeah, they're with the cup all the time. And it, would that be an awesome job or would that be a horrible job? It'd be fucking terrible. I think you it would can't be. go do anything. You literally have to stand in a room with a fucking cup. Yeah, like, that'd be awful. I think the experiences you could get while traveling with it could be pretty cool. No, I mean, like, you'd, you'd meet people, you'd meet athletes, like, that'd be really cool, but, like, if they're, like, if he's honestly has to be around it in the off, like, in the off season, he's just sitting in a room, like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am. His kid, his dad, his son's like, I just, I just got my, my first, my first hockey, t- shut the fuck up, I gotta be with the cup. <laughs> I can't come home tonight. Sorry, gotta be with the cup. Like, he's bringing it home, putting it in the bedroom with him and his wife. He's not allowed to do that. <laughs> He's sleeping with the cup. <laughs> in a nice little chair. Sorry, honey. <laughs> you got the couch. Big, the cup's taking your spot cup's tonight. The cup's taking your spot tonight. This, 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 this is my true love. So There's I, no way that man has a bad day of work, though. Well, if, the, okay, if, if, the if cup, something happens to the cup, it's probably a pretty bad day. <laughs> but we've never heard it. Has there ever been anything bad that's happened to the cup? I don't know. I think like his main job is to make sure that it's respected and like doesn't get damaged, right? Oh, you so, mean like the person eating a bowl of cereal out of it? Well, is that disrespecting the trophy? See, I don't know. I think it's within it, reason. It's meant to be. Does he also have to clean it? I don't know if he has to clean it. I don't know the full title of his job, but I just know there is the keeper of the cup, and you he, found it. I would, I would assume the keeper of the cup has to clean it. He probably they probably won't trust anybody else to touch it. Probably, yeah. They're not asking the players to clean it after they <laughs> they have their day. They pour with their it. bottle of Grey Goose in it after winning. Like, oh, yeah. So, anyways, I thought that was a, a very interesting thing. The keeper mm. of the cup. Mm. Mm. But you you mentioned uh, you mentioned wildfires, and this is this is going to be a very short statement. Oh, okay. Not All much right. not much conversation here. Terminal. But you mentioned those wildfires. Um, 
I solved global climate change. No, you didn't. Stop. Here we go. All right. I have right. solved. Hang on. Let me sit back here. Oh, boy. Global climate right. change. Let me sit yeah, back. All right. Time the damn <laughs> stoplights. I drove a mile today. It hit four consecutive stoplights. Do you know how much gas I wasted? How much CO2 is now in the air? Because they can't time the stoplights, so I can't go more than four stoplights. I've seen your car. Your car doesn't have auto off? No. That's your problem. That's I hate auto off. You know how much... that's That hurts me (laughs) more than it helps me. Why does it hurt you? Because if I have to get up and go, and my car is trying to start while I'm trying to get up and go, guess where I'm not going forward? Okay, okay. For one, <clears throat> you where are you having to get up and go that quickly? If you had a stoplight, what are you, you fucking you worried about the guy's gonna honk at you? He's trying to run away from <laughs> squir- from yeah. squirrels and fires. Yeah, what the fuck, man? Like I drive a manual transmission vehicle, and my car has auto off, and I'm okay with it. That that affects me more than it impacts does it, you. Does it really? Yeah. I was thinking, I was like, because you don't have a remote start, you can't do that. Can't do that, but I can do. It does auto huh. off as long as I have it in neutral. Interesting. Yeah. I no, it's I hate the auto off feature, and that still. How does I don't think that really helps. I would love to see the statistics on the auto off. I think it like makes you. It turns your engine off, so you don't use gas. I, I don't. Does it actually help though? Because I still have to accelerate. Like the whole point is, accelerating uses a hell of a lot more gas than just cruising does. That's yes. why your city and highway are different, right? Your yeah. miles per gallon. Aaron, what the, if, time the stoplights. It's not that hard. I, Global climate crisis done. If you sit, if me and you sit at a fucking stoplight for five minutes, my car turns off after thirty seconds, and yours idles for four and a half minutes, and then we both start and go. You've used more gas than I have. <laughs> yes, I understand that. But, so it helps. But My car's not doing anything. But continuing to drive and have a, flu, like a fluid traffic system Jesus. is still better than yeah, just sitting never, there. At this. You're never going to be able to have that. Yes, you're, you can. No, you I've cannot. I've seen it done. How? how? What, no, what, the, the lights have incident. to change. At some point, Correct. they have to be stopped, right? Correct. But yes. if everything going east is timed where this one turns green, then that one turns green, then that yes, one turns no, green, then that's are, flowing. They are like that. I, no, I, they're not. Yes, they are. I hit, then how do I hit four consecutive stoplights in a not single all, mile? Not all of them are like that. You're exactly. off the time. You're off on timing. I, when I come home, I drive down New York, and if <sighs> I know if I hit the green light past the, the, the railroad tracks... I have roughly 10 seconds in between each light that they're like, okay, green, okay, green, okay, green, okay, green. Great. No, that's great. That's how it should be. That's not how it is where I am. But if you're on the tail end of it, if there's a line of cars, you are going to st- get stopped every time. It, should, it shouldn't be. Unfortunate no, case. It should not be every time. It should be once. If you get stopped once, then you should be able to go the next time free if it's timed correctly. Because it's green, then green, then green. Okay, I got stopped this one, but I know because I'm at the front of the line now. I was at the back, now I'm at the front, and it's green, 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 green. Then I have a free-flowing traffic. I'm just saying, global climate crisis over you just want, if you, you time the lights. You just want traffic circles so. everywhere? You know, everyone can just go through those? The traffic thoughts. circles, I don't think, are actually for, like, continuous and tra- – What do you mean, roundabouts? Today. The reason that the roundabouts were put in, my understanding, was for traffic accidents. Because if you were to get in an accident at a roundabout versus a stoplight, fatalities go down exponentially. Because you're not going fast enough through a roundabout to actually cause a fatal crash. I saw a man in Europe, some footballer, ramp his 
thing off into it. he went into a basketball arena dude i did see and he lived <laughs> i did see he that. almost made a it's three because that was a, that was because it was a ra- he was trying to dunk the ball he's like i couldn't do it with so, my legs i'm doing my car i don't know you take out that roundabout put in a stop sign he's probably not ramping it into that stadium i do think they actually do save a ton it's, of gas, it's, it's gas. roundabouts well. it's, roundabouts it's save mileage. a ton of gas I, i'm not saying they don't i think they do and save more it gas up, than it frees up traffic significantly as well i, I would agree as long as people understand how to use them i i that's, love them i the love thing. them for uh, to be honest uh but when people do not have know how to use them it is very frustrating that footballer clearly did not know how to use it and by the way if you shit. if you Go on YouTube. You could probably look Guy Ram's car off of Roundabout, and you will be able to see this guy take off. And there's a there's a gymnasium, dude. This thing is probably fifty yards away from this Roundabout. That's not an exaggeration. And he he went through the building on the second story, fifty yards away. Did I? Did anybody? Did you see how fast he was going? Like, did they ever actually clock him or get a number at how fast he was going to I make mean, that happen? Well, we took we we took several physics classes. We could probably yeah. figure it yeah, out. Yeah, you graduated, right? <laughs> That's what I told the <laughs> border. Twenty dollars <laughs> goes pretty far <laughs> in Terre Haute. <laughs> <laughs> Bought me an education. So, anyways, I was just having that thought because it, it this happened today before I came over here, where I hit all these stoplights, and I'm just really just floored by this oh man man's sat in traffic three times in his life and gets all upsetty spaghetti it's more than three times this happens a lot when i was out in la i sat for two hours to go like a mile <clears throat> la is the only place where i'd actually get a motorcycle i'd be i think so I, you can lane split yeah that, i think i've already said that on the podcast but so you can die on the road i would lane split all day because it's ridiculous <clears throat> i it, i'd just be worried about one person out there just who's having a bad day they're stuck in traffic Open and they're the like you know what <laughs> fuck Whoop. you or they just cut out, cut out of the lane you're like well here we are that would suck it would that would not be fun yeah i don't know I, anywho yeah um 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 indeed yes oh. uh i did i did have one other experience this uh happened a couple weeks ago and um it does involve food, so mm, go ahead nice. and laugh about it now. Was I'm it ready. more animals stealing cookies? No. It was okay, me no. saving a man from disaster. So Did he choke? <laughs> no. All right, sorry. Let me <laughs> tell you your story. I'll, I'll give go you the ahead. stage. Go, go for ahead, it. Bud. All right, so the, I'm going to tell the story, and then I'll, I'll ask the question. So I go to get ice cream as I... <laughs> Which establishment, DQ or Culver's? Derek, man. Uh, I mean, all right, go ahead, continue. And what, what would you say is better, a blizzard or what's, or a what's concrete it? Mixer? Concrete mixer. Which is, I'm sorry, it's not a good name. They're two. Well, they're, they're, they're two completely different styles. Oh. Now this is what I want a presentation. Yeah, there we go. Concretes and softs are two completely different styles. Each have their own place in this world, but that's not what we're talking about right now. <laughs> So we're we're going to Dairy Queen to get some ice cream, and I line is long, and so we're backed up into the parking lot. And there's a guy kind of right next to me that is trying to back out of a spot, and I notice there's something on the top of his car. It was the Blizzard that he just bought, <laughs> so he left his ice cream on the hey, top. No matter what, he, it could fall over. It's not spilling. 
That's so, the whole point, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I ha- I start honking because I don't want this man to have a bad night, right? I start Wait, honking. Was he in the line or is, no? Sorry, he's, he's in the parking. Aaron, like, he, he, he came out of the store. He and came out of the on. store, put I it on top of his car, and got in the car, but left okay. the ice cream on top. I thought you were saying he was in line, got it, put it on the roof. Well, I was like. <laughs> You have cup holders. Why not use them? No. So he put it on the side, but then he starts to back out. And I, so I start honking to protect his ice cream. And he stops, looks out the window at us and just goes, is it on the roof? As if he had done this many, many times before. And he was not surprised at what we were honking at but him he about. he knew that it, like he was safe because it if it fell over, it's not going to spill. He did. So he was very calm in this manner. But that I the way that he responded was the funniest thing to me. Where it was just like, "It's on the roof." <laughs> yeah, done that before. Gr- gr- <laughs> Not again. Yeah, give me blizzards I've lost. <laughs> Grabs it, brings it back inside the car. So the question that I'm posing here is: Is there anything that you've done that many times that when somebody tells you you've done it, you're not surprised by it? So like, is there like that's kind of a silly thing to have done more than once to leave your ice cream on top of your car to the point where you drive off and it falls off your car? Is there anything that you've done like that more than once where you're not surprised when somebody says, "Hey, you did that," or like slicing you realize you did it, slicing the golf ball? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I don't think anybody is. I'm out there, ex- with, the, I'm ex- out there with the pizza parlor serving up slices. The only day. person who's surprised by that, Sean, is the guy on the tee box next to us that gets hit by <laughs> by the golf ball. I've never hit anybody, but I've come close. Come close. Because, like, I think I've left my phone on top of the car. I think I might have done that twice. Why is your car? Why is your phone on top of the car? I had it in my hand, and I went to get in my car, and it was like a low car, so I put my hand and I left my phone, and then I got in and I drove off. Yeah, when the music stopped and was like cutting in and out on my was this two cars radio. ago, was this the Malibu? Yeah, yeah, okay. I've done that. I was like, was oh, wait a minute, was this last week? Because you had a Jeep before this. <laughs> no, no, it was yeah, it was the Chevy Malibu I had before before the Jeep. So, is there anything that you guys have done more than once that's kind of silly, but also you're kind of ashamed that it's happened more than once? I'm trying to think. See, I feel like I'm just like less aware of it. I, I don't know. It, like, if somebody pointed out something, then I. Obviously, to your point. I mean, I blew I two tires that. in the course of like a month with this car, my new car. By hitting potholes? Yeah. Yeah, well, then dodge the potholes. Again. So fix, it, fix the potholes. So, so we have squirrels. Oh, Jesus Christ. So we have some uh, uh, Superman said, left my coffee <laughs> on the counter. And I think that's a that's a pretty... I, there's a, I have a coworker that literally, he does that shit every time. Like, well, we have a couple of morning <laughs> meetings and like he'll leave his coffee in the meeting room and he'll just walk out I'm like god damn it Burns and I'll grab his coffee I'm like you left your coffee he's like oh I did that I'm like yes for like the 15th million time you left your fucking coffee on the table like get your coffee um it's not really embarrassing I li- I'll forget about my laundry like I'll do laundry and it'll be in the washer and then I I it, well, and then I go off and I do something and I forget that I started laundry. Well, and then get all like moldy it's, and shit. No, it's not for weeks at a time. It's like, how fast do you think mold grows? And no, it's quick. it's like a couple. It's, it's not. This it's not, not that quick. It'll be like a couple, and it spin dries. It gets most of the water out of there, right? No, so, dude, you're rewashing that. What? No. How fast? There's does no. Mold? Ch- 
Dude, there's no chance. If you leave your stuff in the washer for a couple of hours, you are rewashing it. <laughs> <laughs> it. Says mildew grows within a day to two days. Yeah, that's not a couple. I don't leave it in the washer for over a day. Right. I think you right. do. I'm talking a couple of hours. So if you, I'm if not you willing were to, to risk it. If so. you were to do your laundry and forget it for a couple of hours in the washer, you're telling me you are re-washing that stuff? If I, I, yeah, so say, I've done that So before. say today, I, I came home from work, I put my clothes in the washer, I wash, we do the podcast, I fall asleep, I wake up tomorrow, I'm like, oh damn, that's been in there for a while. I'm rewashing it. That's getting rewashed. You're rewashing it. Yes. 100%. I, that's, that's very borderline for me. Like, the next day, maybe I could see that. But a couple of hours, absolutely not. I'm not rewashing that. I don't think, like, I don't think you're remember if you don't remember to get it immediately after it's done, or maybe an hour after that, you're not remembering it like, oh dude, <laughs> seven hours in. Shit, my laundry's over there. I do though. I don't believe you. I don't I'm glad you. we're on this side of the table and you're on that side. No, that's anybody in the chat helping? No, everybody's no? with everybody. No. Superman's with Sean. Shoot, okay. No. Just me? Like, Great. Like, yeah, I'm the yeah. asshole. <laughs> Remember we had this whole talk about buying boxers not too long ago, you know, over a year ago. You were kind of on one particular fence. No, what is because Aaron... the comments on that video really supported my theory. What is Aaron Island like? Aaron Island? Aaron Island. I don't know. They, they lose. I'll the, let you know the, when I get there. They lose wars to squirrels. <laughs> but, only, but only the ones with the, you know, the, the gray squirrels, not the regular brown squirrels. He's used to those. <laughs> I open myself up on this podcast, <laughs> and this is how I'm treated. We tear you down. That's how it works. You keep coming back, though. Yeah, it's weird. It's like you like it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It's good that I'm drinking, because it really numbs the pain of all the insults that's, that I receive. That's, not, a, that's, that's uh, not how that works. You're not supposed to drink that's it. That's justifying it. <laughs> it's his kink. <laughs> he just loves getting picked on. Yeah. No, glutton Poor for guy. punishment, this guy. All right. Well, any of you want to tell embarrassing stories that haven't been brought up already? No, I don't really have any. <laughs> I live a pretty solid lifestyle. All right, fine. Just me, I'll huh? just keep being the uh, the information <laughs> the story guy. So, no, I, I mean, I have a topic I know you want to talk about, and I also have a topic that I've already mentioned with Warner. Like, is it live and PGA? Live I knew PGA that was. And then I was waiting and, for that. And the, and the uh, Camaro being on Le Mans, so we can either either one of those is fine. Live on PG. I've got a lot I could say on the live on PGA, but it's something that if you care about that, you could get this take on any golf source. The PGA Tour and Live Golf, and it's not even Live Golf. It's the it's public something fund, the Saudi Arabian fund that is funding Live Golf, have decided they're going to merge, which means that all of the Live Tour players that jumped from the PGA Tour, got suspended from the PGA Tour, took a huge payday to go to live golf. Huge. Absolutely. Like hundreds of millions. They now have the opportunity to get their PGA Tour card back. And if I'm somebody like Tiger Woods, who turned down reportedly $900 million, they offered him $900 million to go to live, and he said no. No, Rory McIlroy had to be something super substantial. But because they decided... No, I'm going to stay loyal to the PGA Tour. Lost out on all that money. They got screwed. If I'm the if I'm one of them, I'm going to Jay Monahan, the PGA Tour commissioner and just berating him. Do you know how much money you just cost me? 
I stuck with your league. They were going to pay me a billion dollars to leave your league. And I said, no, where's that money, Jay? How am I going to get paid? Mm. Because those guys that left have zero consequences now coming back. Good for them. Great business move by them. I can't fault them for taking that business move because I'm sure some of these guys might have seen that coming. Phil Mickelson is acting holier than thou saying like, oh, you know, I knew this was coming. Good day for live golfer, you know, and just being pompous and arrogant. Well, I mean, I like I, it's it's like everyone has a price. Um, like if if you're Tiger Woods and someone offers you almost a billion dollars, like. No offense to Tiger, he got in his accident, like all that stuff. Like, he's not the golfer he was um, before that. Early two thousands, Tiger. No, he's I, not. I would take that pay. I would take that. Like that's that's. that's but money. but he didn't. Whether it was for moral morals because he didn't want to be in bed with Saudi Arabia, whether it's for loyalty to the PGA Tour, the PGA Tour just turned their back on anybody who was loyal to them. And they're going to allow these guys to come back and be on the PGA Tour potentially. And again, if I'm Tiger or Rory saying, I stuck up for you. I was the face of being loyal to the PGA Tour. The amount of money that I turned down to go over there, Mm -hmm. guaranteed money, is generational wealth type of money because I wanted to be loyal to you. And then you are going to turn your backs on us, let these guys back in. They get to keep all that money. They don't have to pay back Saudi Arabia for this. They get to keep all that money, come back. Dude, I would be so mad. I just don't I don't know how these players can look at the commissioner. I think the commissioner is going to get fired. I think he's he's gone. There's no way that he can survive going through but this. Did, but did he get, collect a nice bag from the old live for it? You know, would you get fired for like 100 mil? Maybe he did. Maybe they paid him off. I have no idea. I think they paid anyone that was on the governing body of the PGA. I'm pretty I I guarantee you what happened is that like they started getting into talks. All of the PGA execs were like, all right, you know what? If you sweeten the pot, we'll we'll do this. And so like probably all of them are getting paid under the table an absolute astronomical amount of money. And they're like, okay, yeah, we'll do it now. Like the, fuck tradition. Let's just uh, you how much was that? 200 mil? Oh yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, we'll do that. That's fine. I'm with Superman on this. He's in the the chat. Uh I'm going to echo him and say these people are getting paid for golf paid to play golf. I don't care. They're getting paid millions and millions of dollars to do something that's awesome and not working a 40-hour work week. I understand there are probably more things. This is always the argument of, oh, people complaining that are playing sports, whatever, and getting paid millions and millions of dollars. They shouldn't complain. I'm sure there's actual some crappy parts about being in a sport. You have people constantly at your throat you have fans saying stuff about you whatever you're constantly in the media you have no privacy whatever i'm sure there's a lot of downsides to it you're still making a lot of money if i'm the people that turned down the money and supported uh and said i'm gonna stick with pga then you can't make the argument of hey i turned down a bunch of money to stay with you because it wasn't about the money before it was about it was like the tradition the tradition right so now you can't come back and say, I turned out a bunch of money to support you. You can't. No, you can't. Because it's not about the money. No, but you no, can't. They said it's not about the money. But you can because they're going to let these guys back in. 
They stayed yeah. for the tradition and they stayed because they wanted to be a part of this tour. Those guys made their choice and left. And now you're going and saying, hey, guys, I know I said you were suspended indefinitely. You're never going to play on our tour again. But now that we're merging, come on back in. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll have a lot they, more respect for somebody that made the decision not to go over and then stuck by it even after this as well. And you know what? That could turn into dollars because people are going to support them and, and you know promote it's, their it's, brand and all that kind of stuff. It's the age-old adage of everyone has a price. And unfortunately, and, for the people that decide to try and be altruistic and not take the price, they, the, like I said, it's the PGA execs to do this decision. I know they're all getting fucking a big-ass payday for it. There's no shot that they're not. They're not just like, you know what? This could be good for golf. No, they're all getting a fucking fat stack of money that's coming their way. And they're like, well, those players are kind of fucking stupid for not doing it. But now we are going to not pass up that opportunity and do it so everyone that stayed with the pj that's kind of on them like you know i good you stayed with your your morals it's fantastic but you lost a shit ton of money so like hopefully those morals will help you sleep better at night but but you don't think that these guys were like feel like they were lied to that like these guys were lied to and that the commissioner of the pga that's the way it goes it's with any okay but but no because if if this happened in your day job where your boss told you something, hey, stick with us, things are going to be great, blah, 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 and then you sell out and then you got fired or whatever, you're not just going to be, you're going to be pissed, right? Like, you're you're not going to, like, there's nothing you can do. It's out of control. That's not the way it works. I understand there's nothing you can do, but I'm saying if I was one of these PGA guys, I would be absolutely livid right now at the the commissioner. Again, I'm not saying they have any legal recourse. I'm not saying they have anything they can do. I'm just saying they have every single right, and I support them in being very, very upset with the commissioner of the PGA Tour. That's my yeah, only point. You're, you're, you're understanding the the unfortunate situation where the people at the top, the people that are making decisions, are the ones that are the ones that are probably getting paid or, or whatever. It, it, it's silly. You, the the only ones that are benefit out of anything are always the people at the top. Yeah, they're always the people at the top. It's not about the players, whatever. No, and and that's unfortunate and that's the way a lot of companies work as well the people that are doing a lot of the day-to-day labor stuff that are you know really grinding are probably the people that don't see the most benefit out of it it's the people at the top that are involved every every single day in the big decisions this is making the live golf guys look extremely smart I mean, it's it, it, it is I, making. I, would, I wouldn't say it makes them look smart. It just it's they are people that followed an opportunity. You don't have to be smart to follow an opportunity. If you were a shitty golfer, or if you are, and Phil Mickelson, he's not a shitty golfer, but like, if you're going to offer Phil Mickelson like half a billion dollars just to golf, and like he's you know he's a he's a great golfer, better than I'll ever be, even at you know fifty plus. He's not one of the best, like right now, currently. He's he 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 maintains his card, but like he is not he's not up there. But anybody should take that amount of money. Like I don't care. Like everyone can tell you tell you you sold out all this other bullshit. We've seen it a billion times with sports players, athletes, actors, actresses, any any celebrity. At the end of the day, all you have to be is smart enough is like just care about yourself and like. If you know, if the last call podcast got a deal today for ten million dollars, I'd be like, yeah, we should take that, and we could chill out. We don't like Budweiser anymore. We love Line and Kugels. That's all we drink. Line and Kugels. Like, that's ten million dollars. That that's life changing. Like, I don't really give a shit. Like, no, I I agree. No, it's at the end of the day, it's about the money. It, it, it everything is about the money, and we all know that, right? I'm just. You'd like to think that some people that do stay loyal 
and don't do things for the money, don't get absolutely screwed like I think these guys just did. But they're still living in a mansion. They're probably fine. Hey, that's fine. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Le Mans. What's, uh, I, I don't know. This is not my topic, so I'm going to let you and... Vroom, vroom. Beep, beep. Race car. <laughs> zoom, zoom. 24 zoom, zoom. hours. 24 hours of it. But... <laughs> it's it's so did, did Okay, hold on. Can I can I ask? Did you bring this up just because it happened or because like because of the race it's, it's happened it, or because something happened at the race? It's because of the... So... There's there's, there's a, it's a race in France. It happens every year, and the idea is that it's a, it's an it's an endurance race. You, you know, races for 24. That's what's called the 24 hours of Le Mans. Um, and there's a ton of teams that go into it. Um, there's the there's a movie that's about you know Ford versus Ferrari in the Le Mans. Like it's a whole big thing. But the, America has not had like a huge presence in it overall. Like it's very much a European thing. Like we don't do a whole lot with it. Like I think Cadillac usually has a team sometimes. Um, but like very much not an American presence. Can I can I ask a question? Are all of the cars because I've seen some races where they have different categories of cars? Is to, is Le Mans all the same category of car, no, or do they have multiple categories? They have multiple categories where they have like experimental, some other stuff. But so to a, but to a degree, the cars are very similar. Like where if you look at all of them, like okay, that seems pretty cool. Like it, it they're GT style cars. Um, so, so you've got like the GT style cars where it's like a Ferrari, a Porsche, um, and all those like different manufacturers like all have their own cars, and that's like the GT series. And then you have the Le Mans prototypes, the LMP uh, cars, and then you have what the new series, uh, new classes, the hyper cars. And these are like these are going to be the 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 overall winning cars. But you do have you have multiple classes, right? And so there's an overall winner. It's the team that finishes the race first, or not finishes the race, but you know it does the most laps in 24 hours, and then you have individual class wins. So within those, question is that different from like the movie Ford <clears throat> v Ferrari, where like we're all was there only one class of car back in the day, and then they've adjusted it, or is this still the same type of race? So don't quote me on this, but I believe back in the day it was all one thing, and it was fighting for that overall class or sorry not class the overall winner got it okay but to continue with this like a lot of the cars look very similar very sleek very you know aerodynamic we're trying to like they, they want to maximize every every aspect of it because like they, the car has to run for 24 hours and like everyone's like oh that's that's a weird thing like it's actually pretty hard for a high performance car to run for 24 hours straight like we're, we're they're, they're driving at speeds that are like insane but good old Chevrolet decided they wanted to join the join the fucking game, and they put in a a fucking NASCAR in it, uh, a very heavily uh, modified you know NASCAR series sprint car. Um, and so it, it's just hilarious because um, the NASCAR you know car itself is so much larger than a GT series car, and they have the lineup. There's a picture, a couple pictures of the lineup of the starting. And it's just like all of these GT style cars, and this be- like behemoth of a Camaro just sitting, taking up like two car spots in the back, and just screams America because they have the you know the the V8 in there, and like it sounds just absolutely loud as shit, and it's just funny as hell because 
it's just all like it's what people would stereotypically say that oh that's America like loud ass fucking muscle car just driving around the Le Mans and I believe it did post the fastest lap in the Le Mans by like five seconds mm. are you mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. I think it mm-hmm. I don't know I thought I saw something on it Mm-mm. but not a, not a chance so my question it's it is way heavier than everything else so the hyper cars are going to be their fast guys the LMP2 cars are going to be the, the next fastest and then you're going to have GT cars that are next and I think it's in the GT class don't quote me on that but it's so the picture that you've seen is with all of like the hyper cars and the LMP cars and these things are like it's like the size of a Formula One car like from back in the day where they're very tiny um, so if you put it, it, they kind of did them they kind of did them dirty by putting them next to all the prototype cars because these things are tiny. I mean, like, they're actually very small. If you put it next to, like, the actual GT cars, it probably looks... It's like putting a Camaro next to a Ferrari. It's still going to be bigger than it, than a Ferrari. But they kind of did them dirty by doing that. But it does give everybody in uh, an idea of size. They are huge. They're absolutely huge. They're massive. They're heavy. They've cut a ton of weight. So the team is called Garage 56, and it's actually pretty cool. Um, NASCAR went through like a bunch of changes like uh, this past year, and so they didn't have to do a ton of different stuff, but they've they've had to do a lot of weird things. Like NASCARs don't have headlights, and this car has headlights now because they drive at night, so you have to have headlights. And so, but... The, the pole winning car was the Ferrari uh, right now, and it's a Ferrari hypercar. It's not going to look like a Ferrari 458, 488, or something like that, like you would see on the road. It looks like a prototype car where it's like a windshield, a, a body with like a wing on it. Like it's very sleek. So it might just be for that class. I don't know. It, it's it might be for that class, but it says yeah. the Camaro driven did a lap time of 347.96, which is about four seconds faster than the closest Ferrari, which was. The, the fastest lap any GT car did last year was 349. So there you go. It's in the GT class. Yeah. So maybe it's just for the GT part. Yeah. But it's still surprising overall. Honestly, a big win for them would just be finishing, finishing the race. race. Yeah. That's all they need to do. Well, time to is this going themselves. on right now? No, no, no. It's, it'll start tomorrow, Saturday. Oh, it will start. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about like this thing happened or No, 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 no. No, they they started everything started this week, like practice, everything, and then qualifications uh, were yesterday, I believe. Hooray. <clears throat> so how, how what's the uh, what's the paint job on the Chevy? It's just blue. blue. It's yeah. just blue. You wanted it to be an like American a, flag, yeah. screaming With eagle, flaming <laughs> Budweiser cans flying out the tail. Out the exhaust. Out the exhaust. <laughs> Yeah, I want it to look like a Rocket League car where every time it accelerates, just shit flies out the back of it. <laughs> so no. Just flags fly out. It'll be interesting. I'm excited for it. I can't wait. Um, I love this race. I love all racing, but this one will be really exciting. If you don't see stay up and, for 24 hours and watch every single second of this race. Are you truly a fan? It's going to be tough, but I'm committed. <laughs> got a lot of Do a live stream of you watching the 24 hours. Oh, God. I don't even want to think about that. That'd be a good stream. We're a little over time. What time of the night is it? It is the last call. Last call! This is the last call for alcohol this evening. <laughs> drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again. That's right. That 
ladies and gentlemen, it is the last call on the last call podcast where every week we do a little something different. Um, two things. One, speaking of racing, I think we all went to the Indy, we all went to the Indy 500. Um, I thought the finish was really good for what it was. A lot of wrecks. You had one lap. I thought the finish was fun, right? It was, it wasn't boring. Didn't finish under yellow. Um, who won? Uh, <laughs> did you go to the race? It was Joseph Newgarden. Newgarden, that's right. Uh, great race. I don't know if I'm going to do one. I was telling one of our, our other buddies, friend of the show, Cam, uh, that he should have put his money on Erickson. And I was looking real smart until that last lap when, when Newgarden got him. However, dude, I don't know why this bothers me so much. Maybe it's because I was just at the race, but... When that wheel in the whatever wreck went flying over the fence, yeah, almost into the it went over the grandstands. In it, actually, the damage to the car really wasn't that bad. It was I, not. I thought for how fast for how fast. I mean, they were going two hundred. I think somebody said I heard this somewhere. It was like a hundred and fifty miles an hour. That tire probably that, left. That's probably about right. That thing would have killed multiple people if it landed in the stands. And I don't know why that kind of like blew my mind, but that was crazy. Yeah, to watch because like unbelievable, because, unbelievably lucky. So we were in turn four, and that happened in between turn one and two. I think it was on uh, in, in turn two. In turn two, so that was the complete opposite end of the track. So we're watching this thing on the video board, and we just see a tire fly into the stance, and we're like, "Oh my god." People, dude, there were so many crazy things going on at that race. Apparently, there was a beehive in the stand. <laughs> there, there, there was like somewhere, somewhere. There, there were bees. There dude, were not squirrels. Even, there were not fires. Be, between I, were stolen. I, I think it was between. I think it was maybe it was, it was between it was, turn two and three. No, it, it was three. it was near the starting and finishing line uh, where me and Warner sat last year, and a couple other people <laughs> sat. As is apparently. A swarm of bees appeared somehow. I don't know where they appeared from. There's no way that it just a fucking a hive was just building up over that time because <laughs> like the whole weekend, like people are there, and they would have seen it. But yeah, there were reports that a whole swarm of bees just attacked people. <laughs> that would really suck. You're just trying to enjoy the race, and you're just getting fucking stung. Well, so. I was with Cam, and he was following the situation on Twitter. And he's like, there's a swarm of bees at the starting line. Are they coming this way? And he goes, he goes they're not letting people leave either. <laughs> like, they're stuck there, and people are freaking out. I mean, I mean, for some people, that's very serious. Like, if you get stung by a bee, like, some people are, you know. Deathly allergic. Yeah, like shock or whatever it is because they get, you know, stung by it. But there yeah. was there were I so many. I had to bring my EpiPen to the racetrack. <laughs> there were so many things going on at the race. But <laughs> I digress. This is the last call. Um, we did not prepare one. So we're going to go with my idea. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Which is a, where are they now? So if you're playing along at home and you're in the chat. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I want you to send us a former celebrity that you you just you have no idea what happened to him and i want to i'm we're going to google it we're going to see what are they doing now so we're going to start here um i hope my computer has enough battery to uh to google to google all right so um let me uh hold on I'm pulling up one. 
I, I actually don't know this actress's name. Oh, we that's have, a good one. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so we have two suggestions. One we're going to skip because I don't care about it. The other one we can go through with. I I, I like the... So the first one... Uh, Hector Zeroni from Holes. Yeah, Hector Zeroni from Holes. Oh, that guy? Yeah, Zero. Oh, he's on TikTok. Zero. What? Yeah, I get TikToks of him every once in a while. <laughs> Okay. Oh, that was easy. That was an oddly specific. What, what does he what look are, like? What is your? What is, is he wearing uh, the the guy's shoes still? <laughs> the <laughs> the soccer jumpsuit. Shoes. All right, smelly, so smelly. What, what, so real quick, what, don't don't ask me why. It Hannah, was, what was the the shoes name, or what was the baseball player's name? Okay, so um, Kate Sanders from Lizzie McGuire. She was the bully in Lizzie McGuire. I don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> she became a lawyer. After her acting days, so she, she might is, be making more money now than she might she did. actually be making more money now. So I thought that was very interesting that she she was in a popular kids TV show in the early two thousands, and then I don't know that she did any other acting, and now she's a lawyer. I don't know that I could take them seriously. I'd be like, Ashley, you on TV? <laughs> Order in the court. <laughs> she was a bully. I saw it on TV. All right. Um, Hold on, dude. We're gonna look this, this up. This is gonna kill me. Who's the guy? The baseball player holes movie. Baseball it's not a real baseball player. I understand. No, he's that. real. He's he's, real. he's he's. I watched the movie. It was real. He's Sweet Feet. Sweet Feet. All right, that is it. Thank you, Kilo Thomas. K H L E O. I'm assuming that's Kilo. What? K H L E O Thomas. That Hector Zeroni. Oh, that's you asked the name. me to look up who actors are yeah, us. Kilo Kilo Thomas. Thank you, Tic Tacs. All right, is Dude, he is he popular? He's got, I think, like a million some followers on TikTok. Is it just so, really because he was in Holes? Probably, yeah. What do is as, as a avid TikTok follower? What does he post? There is literally an insider article of then and now. Where are the actors of Holes? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can't do it because it wants me to disable my ad blocker. Fuck you, insider. All right. He's an American actor, influencer, gamer, host, and entrepreneur. What is he doing today? What what you guys are pointing at shit on your computers. No. What what do you You guys aren't helping me with this career? So no, I'm I'm looking at his his Wikipedia page. After Holes, he did. uh, There's a there's a movie Walking Tall with The Rock that I remember. Roll Bounce is another one that I remember. (laughs) All the rest of them are pretty shitty roles. Uh, They're all supporting roles. He only had one main role, and that was in Roll Bounce, which I do remember. But it seems like after 2013, he left the. Uh, he was in CSI for a little bit for a um, episode. He was in Sons of Anarchy for an episode. Other than that, no, it doesn't seem like he's up to a whole lot. Nope, he's just on TikTok. Yeah. By the way, fuck you, Insider. You're telling me to turn off ad blocker. I don't even have ad blocker. It's like, oh, this icon should show up in your thing, and you can well, turn just it don't off. even think about it. No, don't just, even think about no, it. No, so so what they're doing is essentially telling me you have to pay me a dollar to read my article. Fuck. To be paywall. fair, it says that he has one more role left, and it's called uh, Boogie Town. Uh, it it says TBD on when it's going to be released, though. Boogie so, Town. Boogie mm. Town. Yeah. Mm. The supporting role, though. He he knows where he lives. He lives in the supporting role because he's always in the supporting role. Interesting. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, anybody else? Who do we? Th- this is a horrible last call. We really <clears throat> were not prepared. Big Bird. Big. <laughs> I want to know where Big Bird is now. After uh, what is Sesame Street like right now? I've heard it's a rough neighborhood. Um, Someone said Goldberg from Mighty Ducks. <laughs> oh no, he's been arrested. Goldberg, <laughs> Mighty Ducks. Yeah, he went to jail for a little you're like while. One of my parents already, where you're like typing out a text <laughs> message and you're saying it as you're doing it. What are you up to? All right, this is on global news. <laughs> Who is this? Goldberg. This is Goldberg from not the Mighty Bill Ducks. Goldberg, like the wrestler. Dude, it's it really is a shame how many like child actors and actresses like just. I mean, it's a it's a it's a rough industry. Like you're not gonna. You're not oh, like it's goodness. it's very hard to like continually be like All right. relevant. Yeah, why so, do you think I'm here? Uh, so his <laughs> Goldberg from the Mighty Ducks, his actual name is Sean Weiss. And uh, this article is saying Weiss hasn't had an easy go at life Ooh. since his stint as a child star. He has struggled with meth oh. and has oh, been God. arrested multiple times. However, he's, however, he's on a path to recovery. All right. We'd love to see that. So he is on Instagram and apparently he's had quite the transformation since he was last arrested. Good. So good for him. So uh, where is he now? Goldberg is getting his life together. That's good. We that's, love that. That's where he's at. We love positive direction, right? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. A little, a little motivation, uh, motivation Friday for you. Corey from That's So Raven. Uh, sad. Did you too? know? Okay. You, Corey. You're focusing on the negatives here. What, what, what success stories do you see in the chat, bud? I don't. Exactly. You don't see any. That's what I'm saying. Why are we so? I didn't know that he has positive. He has a brother though. It's also an actor, and he was on Zoe 101. His brother was. Okay, fine. (laughs) I have no idea half of these people are. The U.S. Sun. That's a Raven Child star. Corey. What's his name? Kyle Massey is unrecognizable. 14 years from Disney debut. Uh, Let's see. Where is he? Oh, he did say actors that faded away. Okay. Uh, I don't care. Nah, I, I don't care who it is. It could be whoever. Somebody could be doing really, really well. Uh, court docs revealed police were given a thumb drive by the girl's mom. Oh, I, I don't okay, think I want... Right, I don't know. Right. <laughs> you know what? Hey, it was a good last call, everybody. Maybe we just end it now. <laughs> 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 All right, we're done. Look at that. That is literally the only part of the article that I read. So, um... You can you can Google where Kyle Mass. <laughs> you know Kyle what? Mass hey, is. it was a good attempt at last call, but you know that's fine. We can, I we can, you know we can, what? We can close that bad. Out. When Sean is sleeping twenty minutes before the show, uh, <laughs> why are you trying to guess that? I mean, this is my just, issue. What the fuck? Just pin that on you. Now, what the fuck was that about? Sean goes. <laughs> Sean tells me. Yeah, I, I was thinking about last call, and it got me real tired, so I went to sleep. <laughs> I went to sleep. I haven't slept much this week. I was tired. Fuck. All right, let's do one more. Do we have one more that I can look up before, before we get out of this horrendous? Polly Shore. Polly Shore. Is that P-O-L-L-Y? P-A-U-L-Y. Shore. <laughs> I just want to go back to bad movie descriptions. 
That was a good one. An elderly man uses a balloons to kidnap a small boy. <laughs> is that up? Is Disney up? Are you so unenthralled with this last call that you are looking up bad movie descriptions right trying now? To, trying to salvage. You had me send him the link that I used to do it. I, I knew he was, was invested. Polly Shore yeah, returns. I played it at lunch this week. It was pretty entertaining. Polly Shore is back, and he's finally... F- <laughs> Oh, even better. God damn it. Polly Shore is back, and he's finally found the piece he's been searching for. So, Polly Shore's doing good, apparently. You know what we're going to do? We're going to salvage something here. Okay, mm-hmm. let's do something. What's something you did this week that you're really excited about? <laughs> what is something... He fought a squirrel something, for some cookies. Was there a video that you watched this week? Was there something that you read? What was something good that you would recommend to the listeners? Think about it. How to defend squirrels? Did you read a book about that? Yeah. What was your not defend? For sorry, defend small all. rodent warfare. <laughs> <laughs> I, li- I lived out the children's book. If you give a squirrel a cookie, <laughs> they will come back for the whole box. Um. Oh man. No, I did. My week was pretty, uh, pretty, eh. pretty man. All pretty right. Meh. Well, I watched a, a, a sweet video. Actually, two videos. Um, about race cars. I know we're shocked, but the development of like the McLaren F1 race car was awesome. Pretty cool. 1990s. It was like they were just like throwing money at it and everything. Highly recommend. Uh, what was this? Pot? Uh, YouTube channel is called The Squid with two Ds. Squid with two Ds. Look it up. It's pretty cool. All right. What'd you do, Sean? I did a lot of work this week, but I would, um, let's see. I did watch a couple of good videos. Um, I, I was a little far behind on some of them. So I think Warner knows this guy, but he's, his name is Summoning Salt on YouTube. And he does uh, histories of speed runs of video games. And he goes super far in depth. Like we're talking, he'll, he'll look over a decade worth of information, kind of explain it all out. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, just solid channel. I watched a couple of his videos again because I was behind by like three or four videos, and it was awesome. The amount of history, like, or the amount of research that that man has to do in like going through, uh, what you know, chat boards or whatever. Yeah. What, what do you call? Uh, just like forums. just you, yeah. forums and discussion boards. Like, it's unbelievable how much research that man puts in, and it's really impressive. Yeah, solid channel though, hundred percent. It's gotta um, be something positive. Something positive. I bought a new putter. Let's see if it oh, helps. Oh, Jesus Christ. You um, can't even golf right now. Hey, no, I'll give I, it to you. You know what? I can't. <laughs> ah, yeah. Sorry, bud. Uh, no, I can't. But you know what? That's why I'm going to become the best putter in the world because that's all I can do. By the way, golf, baby. Uh, somebody in the chat. Uh, Fizzle gig. Shia LaBeouf. Unrecognizable in Greek goddess drag, complete with high heels. He's, uh, he's an artist. What can I say? He... <laughs> He does things, uh, and uh, we enjoy, I think, do we enjoy what he does? I don't know, but anyways. I don't know. So if you were wondering where the cast of Halls was, one is on TikTok, and uh, Shia LaBeouf is doing Shia LaBeouf things. So. There you go. You can do it. Hey, Oppenheimer movie. Really looking forward to it. July can't come soon enough. Really excited about it. I have no idea who that is. Oppenheimer? Okay. Oppenheimer. You, uh, a musician? You need, oh, okay. No. no, Jesus Christ. Oppenheimer? Musician of death. I don't think he... I don't think he graduated college, my guy. No. 
Where was I learning about that in engineering school for the last call podcast? Now we become death. Destroyer of worlds. Sorry, good. I feel judged. For the last call podcast, I'm Aaron Thompson. That's Nick Warner. That's Sean. We hope you have a great fucking Friday. Move it to the